Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Above the Bar podcast, where each week we belly up to the bar with a new guest, find out what they do, who they are, and what makes them great. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Above the Bar podcast. It's your host, Sean. We are bellying up to the bar the last Wednesday in February. Febtober is almost over because this weather cannot figure out what it wants to do here. We we have brought in a master craftsman, um, a champion, a um, man who can swing a hammer like Thor will go that far. Uh, I'm going to have to ask him, does he wear one of those silly ass Thor pendant pendants that I see on his show all the time? And that makes me laugh every time I see one where I'm like, eh, just cause you like the pendant. Do you really know? Like the real history of Thor it has nothing to do with Marvel. Um, so we've got all that going on today. We have brought with us and we're going to talk slow because he was in the Navy. And as we all know, that means never again, volunteer yourself. Um, that's right. That's right. We have, we have with us. Forged in Fire Season 7 Champion Christopher E. Hedberg. Yep. <laughs> you didn't realize yeah. you were like applause and all kinds of other shit. Yeah. No, huh? <laughs> like you already got some fans out there. My buddy John out in uh, Pittsburgh. We'll talk real slow for him. He's a uh, Steelers fan, so can't wow. do nothing for him. Oh, look at that. Dibs already showing up. So hey, let's Dibs. get. Let's get some house cleaning done real quick so we can get into this and we can talk about some uh, forged and fire things, get into uh, some stuff we've got going on here. As always, uh, over my right shoulder, for those of you that are watching the video, we got the big board for our uh, sticker and a cause. So if you've got some kind of a cause going on, you got something that you're looking to support, make sure you reach out to me. You can reach us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. Twitter, Twitch, and even our email, the Above the Bar podcast. Send us a message out. Say, hey, this is what I'm I'm supporting. You send me a sticker. I'll read about it on the air. I don't care if it's a band that you're that you're starting, if it's a podcast you've got going on, whatever it is, send it on out here to us and we'll make sure that we uh send that to everyone. Also, for those of you that are watching us right now, do us a favor, take a moment, share this to all your yard sale sites so that we can see how many of those we can get banned from and kicked off of. Um, Chris wants you to send send us there so he can see if they've got any scrap metal he could use. That shit is not cheap right now. No. Um, there's got to be some leaf springs. There's got to be something out there that he can use. He can forge. He gonna the thing about it. He was explaining to me earlier was he forges everything into bottle cap openers, like beer bottle openers. I mean, that just kind of <laughs> seemed odd to me. I don't know if he's got a drinking problem, but we'll talk about that. Um, other things that that we got going on. Uh. Some sidebar things real quick that I, I normally uh, don't don't talk about, but got a new tattoo this past week. Uh, so everybody go find my daughter, uh, Crystal Knockwood, and that's an odd spelling. You can thank my wife, K-R-Y-S-T-Y-L, Knockwood, just like it sounds. She's over on Instagram. Uh, you can find her if you follow. go through my follow list. Phenomenal tattoo artist. She did a Scotty Young uh, Thanos on my leg which is phenomenal. You can see the pictures of it. She's a phenomenal artist. So give her a follow. Um, what is, do we have anything else going on? Oh, and we're going to hint a whole bunch, Chris and I. We're going to like hint at this. And maybe if anybody can guess what it is, we'll tell them. But 
Chris and I are working on something. We're looking at something big. I'm going to say it's monstrous. We're going to hammer this whole thing out. We might have to forge forward to come up with an idea, but we're going to do this. We might have an idea for something. So just think about that for a moment, folks. But now we're going to get into so season seven, season seven, season seven, forged in fire champion, Chris. Uh, welcome, brother. Hey, thank you. Uh, good to be here. <laughs> so now you're up in uh, Altoona, PA, right? Altoona, Altoona, PA. Yep. And you got to be from Pennsylvania to call it PA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody else calls it PA. No, I I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, so you were in the Navy. So let's kind of get into the, the entire uh, piece to this and, and what happened. So you now, did you grow up in Altoona? Yep, grew up, born, raised Altoona. Yep. So were you forging before you got into the? to the navy uh no um actually uh my grandfather he he had sort of a, a garage where he did he did metal work and he was a welder for the railroad um so i kind of grew up around kind of the, the metal work and everything so uh, but no I, I didn't do anything uh before uh my my time in the navy it was it was afterwards so i kind of picked it up and yeah, it's All right. been downhill ever since yeah. <laughs> just shit's gone south ever since i learned how to do this <laughs> so yeah. so you get in, in into it you're in the navy even in the navy was there ever you know was it even like i know in the marine corps i, I wasn't a thing like where i ever remembered a marine being like excuse me guys i gotta go back to the house i brought my forge with me like, yeah. <laughs> was it a thing in the Navy for you? Did you like, I'm trying to just figure out where does this, I know, you know, your grandfather had some, but where does this come from? Was it anything you did in the Navy? Uh, no, not, not exactly. Um, so I've, I've always been into my, my father worked in uh, museums throughout the state. Uh, so I'd always be in museums and I'd always see the swords and the knives and the, the axes, all the medieval stuff and just, just random uh, old and just interesting things and i've always been into um the the swords and stuff like yeah, that yeah. so uh it's it's something that he, he would actually uh make me aluminum swords and um different types of things bring them home you know uh, yeah, for like christmas or something like that so I've, I've always had like that that interest in uh weaponry and uh historical uh pieces and just uh yeah yeah so uh whenever i was in the navy um i had a lot of buddies were hall technicians were welders uh stuff like that so i'd go down and play around in the shop and just mess around with things but uh yeah, it mainly came along after after i got out and uh you know kind of watched the youtube video and i was like oh man i'm gonna try that so it, it was terrible at first but <laughs> i kept at it so so, so how does that, I mean, you, you say you just watched a YouTube video. I mean, but there had to be something, something more to it than just, oh, look, it's a video. Somebody's forging something. <laughs> I mean, there had to be more, like, cause it's not like you broke out a lighter and, you know, a couple of needles from the, from, you know, mom's sewing kit and was like, well, look, I forged yeah. something. Let me get, get at this. How does this all come to be? Okay. Uh, well, um, actually, um, Boy, this is this is a while ago. Uh, I can't remember 
what year it was. But uh, I saw a video, it was a Mad Dwarf Workshop on YouTube. And uh, it's, it, they're, they're no longer, um, it's no longer the Mad Dwarf Workshop, but uh, my buddy, uh, he's my buddy now, uh, he, he was forging a sword. And I was just like, it just, I was like, man, I got to do this. You know, this is really cool. And uh, back in 2017, I believe, this might be 10 years after I saw that video, I, I went to a, a, it's a blacksmith gathering in Ohio. Um, and he was there and I'm like, oh man, I'm going to geek out. You know, this, yeah, I've been following, like following his work for, over the years and uh, I got to meet him and uh, we, we actually, um, uh, I belong to one of his groups um, and we, you know, talk back and forth, you know, um, he does a lot of uh, tutorial type stuff and, but it, it's really cool. Uh, I don't mind if I say who it is. Yeah, go right ahead. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, it's uh, Dave Delagardell. Um, he's, uh, he actually made, um, him and his buddy, uh, Andy made the sword for, uh, uh, Heimdall in the movie Thor. No shit. Yeah. So they, they made that. And, uh, so I was, I was like, oh man, this, this is great, you know, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now, now I consider him a, a good friend of mine and I don't, you know, get the, the meet, you know, hang out with him or anything, but, you know, through, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and everything. We uh, we talk back and forth. And, yeah, it's a good time, though. Bro, that's badass. So I actually always thought that Heimdall sword um, was just a like a CG piece that was just maybe a hilt, mm -hmm. and then they CGI'd a uh, a blade onto there. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, they actually forged out a blade for it, and uh, yeah, they, uh, the the handle work and everything. It has a uh, real intricate carvings and everything in the wood and yeah they did all that no shit so, yeah. you got oh how far is out altoona from pittsburgh this is goofball here uh i'm gonna say it's probably two and a half hours all right hours. john he doesn't know you john's over here like he's from pittsburgh that's my brother <laughs> he, he drinks he, he drinks heavily don't worry about it <laughs> and he's also he now i don't know if Maybe this is a thing. Maybe I don't know. Have you worked with uh, Christian from WWE? I don't know. Are you, are you doing something with him? Uh, me? Yeah. I I don't think so. I don't I don't know what. It, see, I told you I don't know what he's talking about. But Dib says you've got some pretty amazing knives out there. Which yeah. that's hint one. Knives. I don't know. I'm gonna try to find some way to make this sound interesting. But um, so. So really, that now, if I'm hearing you, you didn't really start forging till 2017. Uh, I I started forging probably 2007. I'm gonna okay. say around 2007. Gotcha. Yeah. So it was 17 when you met when you met the gentleman. Yeah, yeah. When I met Dave, I ran into him at the the, the event, and I kind of kind of fainted out on. I was like, oh my god, yeah, hey, what's going on, yeah. I was at the time. Can I touch my, my your hammer? Was, yeah, my hair was down halfway, you know, on my back. I, like I had, I looked like a wild man, and uh, I, uh, I'm sure you're That's probably like, who's this weirdo? Yeah. That's great. <laughs> Looking like a long-haired yeah. hippie talking about 
Yeah. Oh man, I love your hand. I love your knives. That's so great. Yeah. I love every bit of it. <laughs> but you know what? I I bet you I follow. Well, obviously follow you and and you're and if anybody's looking for you on Instagram or anything, where can they find you at? It's uh, at Hedberg Forge and Metalworks. So it's and it's just like that for those of you that are watching our live. I just threw it up there on the screen, and the Hedberg is just like it's H E D B E R G and then forge and metal works if you search that yep. on on instagram you'll find and make sure you go ahead and jump on there and uh give give chris a, a quick like now, everything you yeah. have says christopher do you prefer christopher or chris that's it chris is good yeah chris right. I'm, yeah, we're not just, dating or, or anything but yeah 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 chris is good <laughs> we're not dating but i just wanted to double check but um yeah. so so here it is you're you're doing this I don't even know what year Forged and Fire came out. My kids love it. I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, my four-year-old will sit down yeah. and be like, Daddy, let's watch our show. He <laughs> loves it. I don't know That's what awesome. it is. I don't know if it's at the end where the gentleman's always like, it will kill. It will it will cut. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's that part, what it is that he loves the most, but he will sit and watch. Well, you know what though he he likes any of those crafting shows. Like he likes when Disney they have a show where all the kids bake. Okay. He's like, I'm watching this. I'm like, you. <laughs> I better never see you touch the oven like for years. <laughs> He's like, I'm watching this shit. So, so I mean, it's definitely one of those things. Uh, Nathan's already on here. Beautiful metalworks can be. Can you do swords? He wants to know. Can you make a sword? I I do swords. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, one of my main focuses is getting into getting swords and doing um, historical pieces. So, yeah, also, I also do uh, sort of the um, the myth inspired fantasy looking type stuff as well. So, <laughs> what do you mean? Um, I don't know, uh, just things that uh, aren't exactly historic, but they're they're inspired by historic pieces. Kind of okay. my own flair to him, yeah. Some some guy named Pete said you do awesome swords. Some guy named Pete. Oh know. yeah, that I don't I don't even know who that guy. You is. ever seen that guy? Never seen him before. In my you life. want to you want to boot him <laughs> off? You want to boot him off? I don't even know who that nah, guy. He, is. He, he can stay. He can. He stay. can stick around. He's all right. Yeah, that's my brother Pete. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that's who that was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then because like if it would have been your dad or something like that, he'd been like. My boy does amazing swords. I love him. <laughs> it would be dad's always like if they're on, um, oh, yeah. it's always like that kind of a vibe. And Nathan's over here trying to sell like everything he owns because he wants a sword of omens. I don't even know what the hell that is. <laughs> what the hell is I that? I know exactly. Uh, uh, line of Thundercats. Oh, that sort of omens. Like I'm that's thinking, like I'm not sure what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, which I also love. I also love doing uh, cartoon inspired, '80s cartoon inspired stuff. Is is stuff uh, that I want to get into, dude. So, yeah. You, mm, <laughs> do you know what my favorite '80s cartoon that does not get the respect that it deserves is? Uh, what's that? Did you ever watch Silverhawks? Oh heck yeah, Silverhawks. Yep. Where they were all like in space in the bird, the dude with the guitar <laughs> and everything. Like, there's one for you if you could figure out something yeah. from that show. That would be badass. And, look, Pete, uh, gonna... just, and your brother Pete, just some dude, just some dude. Yeah, Pete, that just could be your dude. new tagline. You could just be some dude. <laughs> we, 
We'll, we'll get a shirt. We'll get a shirt for him made up. He can come along and just be some dude. Pete, <laughs> send me Pete. Send me a picture. I will make a t-shirt up, and we'll start selling t-shirts with your face on it that just say "Just some dude," and that'll be because your hat. I'm digging your hat right now. I normally have a fedora, so I'm digging your hat. Uh, what is this? Partly metal, partly real. I'm digging it. Uh, and if Nathan tells you he'll be in touch. Uh, I'll get you in touch with my boys unearthing the supernatural. They love swords. They're those guys are amazing. They're the only we talk about them often on the show. They've been guests on. They're the only all Native American um, paranormal team. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Those dudes. Oh, I think. Look, look. Were they on recently? Uh, yeah, not long ago. Yeah, a couple uh, a couple months ago. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I think I remember seeing a paranormal investigation thing on your your yeah. Yeah. Like and, and sidebar to all of it, left turn here. We always laugh because anytime I talk about paranormal or I talk about space stuff like aliens, my program tw- twitches and does all kinds of goofy shit like like don't oh, get yeah. into this. It happens <laughs> every time. And I didn't realize it until Nathan one day was like, You know this is happening. I'm like Shut up. And we just recently did <laughs> did one and uh talking about aliens and sure as shit, it happened. I'm like, Yeah, I don't know. It, they they're trying to keep they're trying to keep me off the air. They don't want they don't want everybody to know what I got going on. So uh-uh. so you're you know, so you're ten years deep into this. Almost well, actually by the time the show came around, you're twelve years deep into this. Um, what was that process like? Was it like they called you on a Monday and said, "Hey, be in where? Where do they film that at?" Uh, it's in Connecticut. Okay, they, they so in Connecticut. Yeah. So was it one of those kind of things like call you on a Monday, say, "Hey, Friday, we need you in Connecticut to forge some stuff," or was it like a long process? You're turning in material. How does that work? So uh, normally you uh, send an application, um, and they'll go through the applications, and then they'll contact you if they're they're interested in having you on. Um, I never did that. Um, they, they actually got in touch with me, um, through messenger. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. They sent me a message on messenger. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. This is, this is a scam, but I, I answered Thanks, Pete. It. Thanks yeah. Pete. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Uh, fortune far is calling me. <laughs> yeah. So I answered it and, uh, it was, it was legit. They, they were looking for, uh, veterans to do, um, the battle of the branches, which was, um, it, it would start out four Navy guys, four Army, four Marine, yeah. and then the winners of each of those episodes would go up against for the 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 grand prize. I think it was fifty thousand. Oh wow! So, yeah, I I didn't do that one, unfortunately. Um, I I think I think I might have been kind of like a backup guy in case somebody bailed on them or something. Um, so As Marines, said, we okay. forge crayons. We just forge crayons. I don't. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, uh, I was, uh, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, no, so, okay. so, so you were the backup. So yeah, so I was, I was the backup guy. I'm guessing, and um, they said, "Well, we'll get in touch with you later on." And uh, so they got in touch again, and they wanted me to be ready in like, it was literally like two days. Oh, to go shit. and do this i'm like i'm like i have a job you know i gotta let i gotta let somebody know yeah. that i got i gotta do this and so i said can you can you give me for the next one i'll let them know and so that they did that and 
um, I, I picked the right one to go to. So, <laughs> right. Which now, now say the name again of the spear you made. Uh, it is the uh, Revolutionary War Sergeant Spontoon. 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 Yeah. Your host, folks, is an asshole and doesn't listen, doesn't read real well and listen real well. Because I promise you, I thought he was saying it said spit tune. <laughs> Way different. Way different. If you look up spontoon and spit tune, way different and in my mind i'm going wonder how they're going to test that thing <laughs> and chris and i were joking around before the show about it if you catch caught the pre-show on uh instagram i'm like is it how far you can spit into it and make it a sound like <laughs> this is really impressive Ting! like so now now for those that don't know what a <laughs> that, oh my god we need him to say i need him saying that <laughs> this spittoon will ting. <laughs> that would be so amazing. Uh this is so great. Or or wonder how they would do the strength test to it. <laughs> we're oh, gonna man, have a, we're gonna have a bunch of cowboys stand around this thing and uh they're all gonna just spit into it as much as they can to see <laughs> how much spittle you can actually hold. Yeah. Uh you're we failed you. The parameters for this was it needed to be able to hold whatever. Like, oh, God, it just sounds gross to even think about. Yeah. Uh. So, <laughs> you know, so they get you in there. And, and so you had a two-day Lee or or they you ended up because they moved you, you had more time to be prepared. How did that work? Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, – they, they moved me to another episode. They got in touch with me. It, it might have been two weeks after after the initial – um, one that they wanted me for. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I just, you know, let my work know what I was doing. And I said, don't say anything, keep it a secret. And I don't think they kept it a secret because when, when I got back, the rumors were already flying. So, <laughs> well, you work um, at a daycare uh, normally, right? Yeah. Daycare. Yeah. Daycare provider. Yeah. <laughs> He, he's actually no, forged. I, he's actually forged his own forks to change your kid's diaper, folks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I work at a. I work at a place. We we uh, run copper, brass, nickel tubing down. Um, kind of like a. It's a mill. Okay. Um, so yeah, but yeah, we do uh, caterpillar, miller, all the uh, different. Gotcha. Tube tube places. Yeah. Yeah, we have one here in Albany called it's uh Albany Pipe and Nipple. Oh. There's a company name for you. Yeah. Pipe and nipple. <laughs> and it's a real place. Not making it up. Oh, I can tell you right now, now, the first time I drove past it, I was like, Is that real? That can't be real. <laughs> uh you have a Miss Charity Lewis O O M G P L O L. Uh see, I told you that fans out there, brother. Yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm curious how they found you though. Like you're like, yeah, they just kind of reached out. Were you throwing a lot of YouTube videos? What was going on? I'm, I'm guessing uh, Facebook. Uh, Cause I've been, I, I put a lot of my stuff on Facebook. Uh, I do more on Instagram now, but uh, at the time I was doing uh, Facebook um, a lot. And that's, I mean, I'm guessing that's the only thing they must have people cruising different social medias looking for, anybody that does that type of stuff and yeah, they, they must've come across my, my 
my Facebook. <laughs> so. Somebody's a little upset that you're not at work. Uh, some guy, Brian, Brian, Super Cooper, Co- Cooper. Yeah. Super Cooper. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, Super Cooper. Super uh, Cooper Capera. <laughs> there you go. Super Cooper Capera. We're naming people that I will never meet tonight. Yeah. yeah. Pete's getting his own T-shirt. <laughs> Just some dude. Um, yeah. So this all comes this all comes about um you fly now do they shoot in one day How's, what's the process for this uh so you get there the first day um I, I i'm trying to remember when i got there if it was earlier in the day but uh basically the first day you get there they you kind of get walked around the set and um they kind of let you know what's going on let you check out the equipment and everything and um, do a lot of safety things. Um, And then they kind of roll right into uh, the first, the first forging. So like you you start out with four competitors. um, So they, they start with that. And once that three hour, I think it's three hours. Yeah. Three hour clock starts, you know, that's, that's straight three hours. Um, and, uh, it's actually filmed over a couple days. Um, oh, okay. So they'll do, they'll do the first part where the, it's the, uh, first four guys forging. And then the, uh, second part is the three guys after you put the handles on. That's, that's day two is you put the handles on, finish everything up and then they do all the testing and, then they, they, you know, you go home for uh, the final round. Cause you're really like, you're getting to some behind the curtain shit right now that I'm curious of. So it's hot in there, right? It's hot. Is it hot? It's hot in there. It's yeah, fucking forge. Yeah, there's four, there's it, four forges running. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, a- I lucked out. <laughs> I was, I was one of the end guys. So I wasn't standing in between two forges. So. Right. So so we're not talking like it, it's summer weather. And when the second hand comes on and you're putting your stuff on, you're in the same clothes you had on. Uh, well, we uh, I think they had they had us take two or three sets of the same clothes. Oh, now did they get to they tell you like, hey, go buy the same shit two or three times? Mm hmm. Yeah, we took two or three outfits of the same same thing. Because ah, yep. in my mind, I'm sitting there going like, I can't imagine being funky, stanking, sweating. You've been forging. Yeah. There's shit all over your clothes. <laughs> and being like, well, let me let me shower up and crawl back into this. This is going to be great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I did have a change of clothes. So, so how... And and I want people to understand this. Like, so I've never forged anything. Uh-huh. I, I don't, I don't, I, I know from watching the show, the process, but what I don't know is the, it really takes from a time standpoint to do anything, you know, in my head, I'm like, yeah, this, you know, I'm watching these guys. I guess you can do it in that time. Those time constraints that they give you, how serious are they? Uh, it's pretty nerve wracking. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I take my time on stuff. So 
whenever you know i get three hours to do this i my my mind's just a, a million miles a minute you know like i gotta do this i gotta do that i you know going through the steps in my head and but yeah it's uh it's definitely uh pretty it's pretty nerve-wracking because yeah that's that's a short amount of time to do what you have to do <laughs> now if i'm trying to remember when you were when you were doing your blade you had mm-hmm. one of those like cutscene mistakes where it was like uh oh what are we going to do now um i got a camera cuz we just watched it the other day what was your your yeah. one scene where they were like uh oh better get mako um well um so we had to uh do a through uh through the handle construction for the tang um and i was putting a butt cap on and i had to peen the end of the tang over to hold everything together uh the metal i was hammering on was really hard and that was i i just i just started wailing on it that's that was the only way i could get it to move and <laughs> i mean uh, like apparently apparently i was i was hitting it a lot harder than i probably should have been but it held together so that just well, that just kind of it owes you money yeah <laughs> yeah oh. it worked out though i mean once it started moving it, I, it worked out fine and but, i, I uh, want to throw this back out here again real quick before you go too far folks if you're if you're interested in this stuff chris has got amazing stuff on his instagram on his facebook it's all head h-e-d-b-e-r-g forge and metal works if you type that in all one word on instagram it'll pop right up uh take a look at this stuff i like i said i know nothing about these things uh you can see now did, did you get to keep the weapon that you made uh no uh the uh the the winner the winner's weapon actually stays on set they they put it up on the wall somewhere uh, oh cool on the, on the set um yeah yeah the uh that's that's one thing that I don't know, that's pretty cool. I, I look for it every time it's it's on, but I never see it. So <laughs> that's still that's so cool to know that it's somewhere there. Yeah. It's it's that, there somewhere. Yeah. It might be that, in a pile, you know, in the corner, but it's there, you know. <laughs> that that are in the background, ass grabbing with it, ah, stabbing you. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so so this is going going along and look, folks, for those of you that are watching us, if you want Chris to get big, there's seven of you on with us right this very second watching the live. Share this to all your Facebook pages. Let everybody know that we're on here with, with Christopher E. Hedberg, Season 7 Forged and Fire champion, so they can all kind of pop in and, and, and check this out. So you get done. They check your blade out. Uh, yeah. You get your handle on, and you get told, all right, you get to go to the next the next round. What was that? So for you, like, can you describe what that feeling was like? Like, holy shit. Um. So yeah, it, it was it was kind of like holy shit, excitement and holy shit. What am I gonna do now? You know what? Like what what are they gonna have us doing? So so yeah, it was it was excitement and uh, shit and bricks at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can if you can imagine doing both at the same time, being excited, yeah. shitting bricks. Yeah, you know, that's what it was like. It's like a wedding day. I'm so excited. Was, Fuck, I'm shitting bricks now. 
yeah i guess i guess you could you could say that yeah all right <laughs> uh, so now your home forge looked like it was pretty well stocked and and ready to go did you have to when you got home did you have to reach out to somebody and say hey man can you bring me over this can you do they supply you with anything extra because like they've got that thing they call it big blue that big hammer machine did you right. have to pick something up or did you already have basically what you needed when you got home um so i had um my hydraulic press uh that i got it's 25 ton hydraulic press uh cool ironworks uh, makes them and uh i had that already and actually whenever they got in touch with me to do to do the show i was like oh man i i'm thinking i'm going to be doing a sword or you know something like that so i i ordered like a $3,500 heat treat oven to, to have. Um, so I had that there. Yeah. I didn't even use it. <laughs> I, I never, but I've, I've used it since, but uh, it was kind of like one of those, I, I'm going to make sure I'm prepared. And uh, so I, I, I had some of the, the stuff that they have on the show. So I, I was pretty well equipped. Cause that's one of those things that I always think about with that. Like, man, I mean, I, I understand how expensive hobbies can get, you know, I, I've mm. got expensive hobbies and I, I know how they can get out of control. But I was, I always think like, man, a lot of these guys look like they, they could, you know, you'll see one guy and he's in his one car garage in suburbia. And you're like, yeah, he's forging, you know, swords next to, you know, his neighbor, who's a school teacher and then there's other guys and you're like, this guy's got bodies buried in his backyard. <laughs> like, like, like there, this is definitely like, you, you shouldn't have come onto the property. Sorry, man. I got to bury you and I'm going to test my swords <laughs> on you. That's yeah. one. Did you know, and you may know this. Did you know that's how, uh, samurai ma master sword makers in Japan used to test their swords. Yeah. They, they would hang up. Uh, prisoners or um, captured uh, troops and they would test the quality of their blades by trying to cut things off. Mm -hmm. Like that's yeah, that. they, they would see how many, how many bodies they could go through with one, one hit type of deal. Yeah. yeah pretty messed pretty, up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but then you're like, eh. yeah. Like, like, do you, if you're the guy that's hanging up, and the guy like doesn't go all the way through. Do you talk shit? Like, like you suck. You couldn't even get all the way through my arm. Your sword's oh. bullshit. <laughs> Your sword's <laughs> bullshit, man. You couldn't even get through my arm. Uh, at that point, I I, pro I, I would probably <laughs> just start talking shit on them between you screaming, to. you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you suck. <laughs> so, so how has you know? So how is winning Forged and Fire Season 7 Championship, uh, how's that changed your life? Uh, well, it got me a power hammer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean. Bought more tools. Pretty, yeah, I got more tools. I got the, the shop is in, the, well, it looks like a bomb went off in there right now. But um, I, I have some better equipment now. And, um. Pete, Pete says they should at least they use dead pigs on the show. This is true. Yeah, this yeah. is true. But yeah, uh, 
I mean, I, I definitely, uh, it, it's definitely got my name out there a lot more. Um, so I've, I've had a lot of requests to do pieces for people. And so, I mean, it's, it, it's point me, point me in the right direction. Definitely. Now, how about, um, other, so you said, you know, the, the Ohio blacksmith thing, because you're, mm -hmm. because now you're a forged and fire champion, do you get anybody reaching out to you saying, Hey, you know, we, we'd love to have you on for this. Can you come out to, to this expedition uh, or, or exhibit <laughs> or anything like that? Well, actually, um, I was, I was asked to do a local sports show. Um, and that's, that's actually starting tomorrow, I believe, but, uh, I wasn't able to get, uh, the insurance that they like I, I needed to have like a vendor insurance and oh. some other things to, to actually go there and be a part of the show so I, i'm not doing the show um but uh I, I'm, I'm still gonna probably go and walk around though <laughs> right go and check it out but you know yeah i get it yeah once once i get some more things in, uh lined up i'll i'll be ready for uh, another show so and i can't imagine And we oh, we lost for half a second there. Yeah. My I don't know what my internet is doing. Like I'm telling you, I mentioned the aliens and the and the ghosts, and my internet acts like an <laughs> asshole. Normally, never have any issues at this, at this. It's gonna have to really become like a thing where like we can't discuss this, the things that yeah. shall not be mentioned. <laughs> and now they know I'm talking to you, so you can forge weapons to fight them. So that's a whole I thing. I mean, they, they say iron's good for uh, uh, things of the afterlife. So, yeah, yeah, that would work. Say, <laughs> he, he said Viking. What's Viking Con? Is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Um, Vikings Con. Uh, I did that. That was in November. Uh, they that? actually got in touch. Uh, it is sort of like a Comic Con, but for um, Vikings. I don't know if you watch the, the History Channel's Vikings. I've watched a couple episodes, so it's, yeah. So it's it's basically um, a Comic Con for that show. And nice. I went out. Yeah, I went out. I did uh, some forging demonstrations, um, got to show off some of my work. Um, I didn't have anything ready for sale because um, I didn't have time to kind of get everything made um, for, for sale. But, uh, I just I had like a display table stuff that I made and things that I was working on and but uh yeah, it was cool. It was my first uh forging demonstration and uh, I did that for two days and yeah, it was it was an awesome experience. I'm actually gonna be um going back again this year um to do forging demos and everything. So yeah. Now I've been to many Comic Cons, hence, you know, if anyone who doesn't know it, I kinda like that stuff. Uh, hence the tattoo and everything else, but, um, what, how exhausted were you after just one day? Uh, it wasn't, uh, actually, I thought, I thought I was going to be a little more exhausted than I was. It was, it was pretty cool though. Um, like I, I, I was all right. I did a lot of sitting though. So just sitting at my table and just sitting and hanging out. And, 
and I saw this picture and Pete brings it up and I, I've saw it on your Facebook page. You made an effing trident, which yeah. I, w- well, I wish I had more. I wish I had better sound bar in like sound clips. Cause I would so uh-huh. play that sound clip from, um, uh, Anchorman where he's like, where did you get an effing trident? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I made that, uh, Actually, it was kind of in preparation for the show because I thought I was doing the uh, the Battle of the Branches. Okay. And I was like, they're going to make us do, you know, something Navy, nautical. You know? So I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, you know, man, that would be pretty cool to do a Trident. So I I just made one up for the for the hell of it. And I'm, I'm actually still working on it. <laughs> so, and it's legit. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, and even your your woodworking pieces, like your handles and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Did you even have a background with that stuff prior to this? Like, were you doing woodworking, anything? Um, no, uh, mostly um, just like my my dad. He um, he built muddle, muzzle loaders, um, okay, flintlocks and stuff like that. He would so, build them. Yeah, he would uh, like do, build the stocks and like, okay. He would get, uh, yeah, he would he would carve out the stocks and get those made up, and so you know, seeing getting a little inspiration from him, and you know, just kind of messing around on my own, just just trying it out, and yeah, it, a lot of trial and error. <laughs> Dude, that's wild, man. Like, yeah, is the goal to be able to try to throw the trident? Let's be honest here, throw it or end or fish with it. We, uh, I probably up. Uh, Probably you can go gigging it, with yeah. it. Would you go gigging with yeah. it? I, I'd give it a try. I mean, For, and I'm not even going to explain you, you to can, anyone what gigging is. If you don't know what gigging is, go learn. <laughs> you can you can probably you can probably get a, a good size alligator with that thing. It's it's big. It's <laughs> massive. Yeah. Now it'll I, be probably seven feet seven feet tall whenever it's done. Now I need you, now I need you to be on Swamp People because all I can hear is. Uh, <laughs> What is that guy's name? I think it's Tyler or or, or something like that. And, and hearing him going, shoot him, shoot him, shoot, shoot him, Clint, shoot him, shoot him. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You, you nailed it, Brian. And I'm going to leave it. See, I'm nailing it. Uh, and there you go. <laughs> and, and Pete's, those would, would have to be some big ass frogs. They would be toads. They wouldn't even be frogs. They would be toads. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, big that would be amazing big to watch you go gigging with it. You can go flounder gigging <laughs> with it. That was a big yeah. Carolina thing. Guys would go flounder yeah. gigging. So here you are. You, you're you're into it. You're making it happen. What about the guy who, like me, and if you didn't know it, the I guess it's probably two towns over for me. If you can call them towns, they're more like neighborhoods. Uh, they're they're all incorporated up here. Two over for me made national news because of forging. Did you know that? Cohoes, New York? No. Ever... I, well, maybe. I don't know. Because yeah, the guy burned <laughs> half the city down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah that's Cohoes. I did that's, hear about that. Yeah, that's Cohoes, New York. So kind of adding into that, you know, what's some of the things that you would tell someone like, obviously besides don't forge inside of a closed space, you know, have ventilation. Yeah. Like, the person like me who I'm sitting there, I'm going, ah, you know what? I wouldn't mind getting into this. It sounds very interesting. You know, reti- I'm retired. You know, I want to get into this. This is something I can put my time and effort into. 
what's some of the things that like obviously you want to have a forge the actual heating uh, source but what's some of the things like do they sell kits is there like a process you know do you have anything that you'll have listed on your website when when we get that up and running that you can say like hey these are the basic items that you need to pick up um so my the 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 best answer i can say for that is um look up um there's uh blacksmith associations i think almost in every state so um try to look up one of those organizations and they'll actually have classes they'll have you know the space for you to go use uh that type of deal um but uh I, whenever I first started out, I didn't know, I didn't know any, anything really. Um, I watched a lot of YouTube. I <laughs> probably wasn't the best idea, but uh, <laughs> um, so I just started gathering basic tools. Um, I got a cheapo Harbor Freight anvil, um, those 55 pound anvils, which are terrible, uh, but it worked. We'll, uh, we'll for, kill a coyote though yeah oh yeah yeah so i got one of those uh actually it was a christmas present uh my brother I, my family got me and uh you know your basic uh hammer um and something to hold the metal with and uh i kind of started out basically with like a campfire with a blower in it type of deal with like blowing air from like a shop back or something to get it hotter so i, I mean i had like real basic basic stuff uh starting out but uh the the more i i did the more i learned the the more people that i got in touch with to you know kind of help me out you know to 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 do things properly and safe and yeah just just the way i should be doing it but uh yeah i started out in the backyard with a you know a, a campfire <laughs> so Pete's not a humble guy. He's a, he's ever talking about you're welcome that I got you that. So yeah. you could be a champion. Yeah. He's not a, hum yeah. not a humble guy yeah. at all. So, no. so what are some of the, so going into this, if you could look back for yourself and say, Hey, you know, I'm going to do this, but I wish I would have fill in the blank. What are, mm -hmm. what are some of the things you wish you would have known or, or would have done differently as as you're getting it to help somebody else with the pitfalls of what this could be. Right. Um, so I really wish I would have known because whenever I started this forge and fire, wasn't a thing. Um, and my only resource was looking stuff up on, on the internet and just kind of just trial and error. But I, I, I wish I would have, known that there were groups um that actually had classes and um teach you these things and they'll help you find tools that you need they'll you know help you learn correct techniques and different different things so I, i'm gonna go back to get a hold of like a, a local um uh blacksmith then there are actually there are those out there still <laughs> well uh, i mean well yeah like um 
God, not a furrier, because a furrier puts uh, horseshoes on. Um, uh-huh. <clears throat> but, yeah, I mean, th- those people have to still be out there. There are – I mean, even to the point that we've kind of changed the name of blacksmith to fabricator. Basically, yeah. Yeah, a lot, I mean, that's, a lot of that's a modern are... blacksmith is a fabricator. Yeah. Yep. So, um, moving forward, you now again, folks, make sure you're checking out all of uh, Christopher's stuff. Again, he's on. Uh, couldn't find him on LinkedIn, or we'd have tagged him there. But he's on Instagram. It's Hedberg H E D B E R G Forge and Metalworks. You can. If you look on his Instagram, you can see his stuff. Uh, can people reach out to you and and do commissions? Is that a thing, or is it like, nah, I just make what I want to make, and you know, eventually I'll get to that point. Um. So, uh, I I will do commissions. I'm I'm actually trying to do more production pieces. What do you mean? So, uh, production pieces as far as like uh, I plan on doing a lot of uh, shows like events sports oh, shows okay. gun shows so um i'm kind of working on getting a inventory build up on things um like basic hunting knives skinning knives i'm gonna work on tomahawks and uh, nice. camp axes and um just just a lot of the camping accessories stuff like that um but i also make tooling um hammers um and some other things uh, for blacksmiths to use so i'm i'm kind of diving into the the tooling part of things um but uh, i i do take commissions um just uh there, there's a little bit of a wait but uh yeah now now you kind of bring and i want to bring this up like so i like knives but i'm mm-hmm. kind of a I think we're probably both of the same ilk. Being all the years in the Marine Corps, I can still remember getting handed my first pocket knife, which was the old school, like three different blades. One of them was a file, you know, one was a pen knife, one was an actual knife, you know. And I I just, over the weekend, I didn't even think about that we were doing this. I just picked up a uh, CRKT. Let's see if it comes Mm -hmm. up on the camera. You know, it's, it's nothing crazy. You know, it's a little... You know, nothing crazy. Now, the reason I bring this up and I show it is that was 50 bucks. I want, Mm -hmm. I don't want to scare people off from commissions, but I also don't want people to act like assholes and be like, how much? Yeah. Folks, the small foreign, the small hands that made my knife probably made a thousand of them that day. Yeah. If I said to you, brother, I hunt, I enjoy to hunt. I need, I need a a, a knife with a a gut hook. Just I'm throwing something out there. How uh, long would that take you? Uh, so I'm gonna say probably for a, a single steel, uh, because I do a lot of pattern welding. Uh, people call it Damascus. Um, like it's a modern Damascus. That's what's what they what's what they call Damascus today. But uh, I do a lot of that. Um, but for a, a, a single steel, I can get things made up pretty quick. Probably if I work solid on it, maybe three or four days somewhere okay. around there. So that's so, one knife, three or four yeah. days. 
if you want to say how much, I just want to put this in perspective for you folks. If he was working at minimum wage for three or four days. So think about that for a minute. So you're talking every day, almost a hundred dollars, depending upon where you live at almost a hundred dollars over four days. Is that about right? Pretty close. Yeah. About, yeah. Three, 300, 400, somewhere around there. And let's be real. He doesn't have a minimum wage talent. <laughs> so when you reach out to my man and you want something and you want something ornate or special or whatever, and you're going through Hedberg Forge and Metalworks and you're saying, hey, I really want a knife that's going to dissolve after I commit this crime. I, I didn't say that. You can't do that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> kid. But, you know, you, you say, hey, I want this really decorative or I want something. Please don't be upset at, at somebody who has a very special skill and a very talented person who has that skill. When you say, hey, I really want you to do this for me. And they go, sure, absolutely. That's $400. I need a $200 deposit. And uh, I'll have it to you in three months. You're not the first person to call them. <laughs> he doesn't do this shit for charity. Unless that's the name of his dog. And, and you ain't got the talent. And I always tell folks, don't be mad at somebody who's got a skill set. I don't do my own dentistry. Yeah. I'm not making my own knife. That's <laughs> that's my that's my defense for you. When some people, because you had yeah. to have heard that, haven't you? Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've heard it, and they say, well, I can I can get a knife at Walmart for thirty bucks. I'm like, well, go to Walmart. Go for it. I mean, yeah. I can, I can, I could probably cut through that knife with one of mine, but no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you do. Yeah. So, well, oh, Char Charity it was nothing to do with you, your friend Charity Lewis. Charity, it's funny because I had no, I, I didn't even think about that you were you were watching us, but yep. Yeah. Is your dog Charity? Oh. There's a picture of your dog <laughs> in there, Charity. Is that? I don't know. <laughs> And it's funny because the dog I had growing up as a kid was named Charity. And I, it, wasn't, it wasn't meant towards you. I'll keep digging this hole deeper and deeper. It's okay. And then, uh, but Pete says you do leather work also. You do your own sheaths? Yeah, I do my own sheaths. Uh, all the tooling and yeah. Yeah, it's all hand stitched and hand tooled. And yeah, it, it takes time. <laughs> For, that's why I'm saying like. Folks, please don't when, when you're when you're out there and you're reaching out and you're 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 seeing what uh Hedberg Forge and Metalworks has got and what, what he's got going on. Understand you're you're reaching out to professional and the other side to it, and, and I'm gonna throw that on there to, to make them all pay a little bit extra. How many of you all can say that you've got a forged and fire champion made something? Like there's something oh. to be said about that. There's there's something to that. Because I promise you, uh, Pete Pete's out here selling your wares for you, man. Pete's like she's alone. She's alone. Two hundred bills <laughs> come up off of it, bitches. Two hundred bills for a sheath. Look, Pete, I'm gonna make your shirts, Pete. It's okay. <laughs> you ain't got like we're gonna figure out a way. 
you're going to send me a good picture. If you send me the picture that's on your profile right now, I will get it, my daughter to do it as a line drawing, <laughs> like my my face, and we will make pictures that just say, just some dude. <laughs> just some dude. Um, But, yeah, man, I mean, you really, you have a talent. And I promise you, um, do we want to tell everybody what we're looking to do? Do we want to do we want to give up the ghost? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, so we, so we were, we were talking Christopher and I, and I don't, and like I said, we're, we're going to figure out what it is. It's, it's dealer's choice in this matter. So for those of you that are still listening and listen to the show regularly, uh, you know, I like to do giveaways. A couple of months ago, we did um, a big, a big giveaway for uh, a signed Ian Anderson baseball and hat. He was the game three winner of the world series this year. Went to school locally where where I live at. We're looking to do upcoming. We have Doug Dreyer who Doug does what's called breaker. Do you know what a breaker box is? This is the coolest thing to me. Yeah. yeah. So Doug, so Doug does breaker boxes, um, and a lot of his breaker boxes are um, comic book or movie related kind of stuff. Uh, I just bought some art. I had, I don't know which piece I'm going to end up with, but it ain't going to be mine because we're going to give it away to somebody. That's um, Spider-Man related. He's got uh, some Star Wars related boxes. We're going to pick up one of those. So we're going to be giving that away. But we're also putting together some boxes of some prior guests. So we already have a drumstick and an album from the band. Um, Gosh, Punk is a Doornail, which those guys are amazing. Uh, So we got some stuff from them. We've reached out some other musician guests that we've had on the show. They've been, they've said, yep. You know, we'll, we'll donate some stuff. Uh, so I reached to, to Chris and I said, Chris, would you be willing to donate something? We don't know what it is. It could be a bottle opener. It could be a spittoon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could be an ashtray. I don't know what it will be. But uh, but Chris is going to gonna do something and he's going to donate something. So uh, yeah. be, on, be on the lookout for, for that when it comes around. Uh, and we're going to do a big giveaway. I mean, how many people can say they, they, they won even won something. So think about that for a second. We were, jo- we were just, and look, it's not joking. We were going back and forth about the price. So think about that in and of itself, what you would have like, that's bro. That's pretty impressive. Like, and, and from the bottom of my heart, Pete, thanks you. Cause he's taking all the credit for everything tonight. There you go. Your brother, Pete, <laughs> your brother, Pete is my new biggest fan. I love it. So <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. So yeah. um, we, we've got the Viking con. When is that? Uh, that is the first weekend in November, I believe. All right. So, so you like, got some time for that. Yeah, I got, I got time to, to make stuff for that. Yep. Yeah. Um, anything else, upcoming events uh, where they could see you. Um, please uh, don't knock on the man's door. He makes weapons. Don't knock on his door. <laughs> He, he lives in, listen to me, I'm going to educate everyone as someone who lived in the state. There is a reason they call that state Pennsylvania. <laughs> don't go knocking on, well, my, don't go knocking that, on my brother's that, door here. That's, that's the reason why I'm, I'm sitting in my vehicle in a parking ride to, to have service to, uh, to do this right now. So, <laughs> right. Look, I, I respect that. That's dedication to your craft when he's like, I'm getting on this show. If I got to go sit in the parking ride by 81 to to be able to get any kind of reception that is true dedication um (laughs) 
so so what what kind of other things anything else coming up any other places we can find you um anything um well there's uh the blacksmith gathering and um it's out towards punxsutawney um i'm gonna be going to that that's that's a lot of uh tools and just a a bunch of guys that do the same thing kind of gather up and you can you can pretty much find whatever you need there as far as tools and um material different things um uh, as far as any kind of shows i'm i'm gonna try to look see what i can get into as far as maybe gun shows locally um i'm just gonna start feeling around see what i can get into and uh, yeah I'm, i'm working on getting all my all my uh paperwork in line to to do everything so <laughs> gotta come do mountain man if you ever get a chance do mountain man and uh mountain man yeah there's two different mountain man i know there's one in pennsylvania which i think is the mountain man challenge i think one of okay. them's called mountain man and one of them might be called woodsman I, I pennsylvania has the mountain man challenge where like you have to you bow you shoot a bow you shoot a um muzzle loader and okay there's a a third event and you know but it's all uh what is the right prehist not prehistoric but uh god what's the right term for the weapons not modern weapons but uh and they're not historic but you know what i'm talking about uh, like uh frontier right frontier level weapons and they to yeah. see how well you can can do like one of them might even be like throwing okay. a knife or throwing an axe or something like that but out yeah. in, okay here people always consider with oh you're in new york you're like 10 minutes from the city i'm two and a half hours from new york city by train yeah. like i'm nowhere near new york city but uh, a couple hours north of us in the tug hill plateaus there's a great one out there called where they actually do like the old school like saw the, all the stuff you used to watch on espn where like they're sawing trees and the climbing and they always have stuff like that like forges and things okay would love to have yeah. it out here man primitive thank you yeah. pete primitive and Brian, thank you. Primitive yeah, weapons. I, I knew I was trying. Like, it's not prehistoric. We're not fighting with like uh, saber tooth, <laughs> saber tooth, tiger teeth, and you know, stone etched shit. But yeah, primitive stuff. <laughs> well, this was phenomenal, brother. I, I've I've yeah. learned a lot, folks. Again, take your time. Go check him out on Instagram. Hopefully, your Instagram is blowing up right now. Just all kinds of people looking looking up. Uh, Hedberg Forge in Metalworks. They're checking that stuff out. If you have questions, yeah. re- reach on, on out to Christopher. Talk to him there. If you have questions for us, as always, folks, we're on Facebook. We're on LinkedIn. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitch. Uh, even our email. Everything but our Twitter is the Above the Bar Podcast. Our Twitter is at Above the Bar 4. Everything the Above the Bar Podcast. Um, throw this out here real quick. Um Waiting to double check, but as long as everything works out, I don't see any issues. This Saturday, we are going to be broadcasting live from the Albany Distillery Tasting Room. We're doing a special Saturday, and they are one of the big things I want to throw out to everyone. I just learned this recently. You know rye, like rye whiskey? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Rye is a New York grain. I did not know this. And... They're working on just like you have Kentucky bourbon, like I'm drinking Heaven's Hill right now. Um, <laughs> just like you have Kentucky bourbon, these guys are actually working on having a actual law passed to call it 
um, doggone uh, Empire Rye, so that it's its okay. own thing. It has to be certain ingredients and everything, so it'll be an Empire Rye. And I was talking to somebody about this recently, and I just had some, and I mean this in the most positive light. Drinking their Empire Rye is like smelling a brand new baseball glove. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that brand oh, yeah. new. Yeah. And for any guy or even gal, anybody who's ever smelled a brand new baseball glove, you're like, especially like if it's been steamed recently, and it's got that smell. You're like, that's what they're, they're rye. Like when you take a sip of it, it gets in your nose and you're like, this shit's amazing. Oh, yeah. Nice. Just so good. So waiting on a message back, but uh, hopefully everything works out and we'll be there Saturday. If not there Saturday. Obviously, we'll be belly back up to the bar next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as we always are. Uh, we're talking this sport called hockey. I don't know shit about it. This should be interesting. I'm not a hockey guy <laughs> at all. So this is going to be like my my man who I love, Dibs, was like, you want to talk to the owner of a hockey team? I'm like, sure. <laughs> Fuck no nothing about it. <laughs> Dibs does know everybody. And we always say if you're yeah. you're looking to upgrade your media, as a reminder, our, our sponsor for all of our shows is Media by Dibs. If you go on to Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Twitch, look up Dibs, Media by Dibs, he'll pop right on up there. His LinkedIn is just his name, Andrew Dibble. And you mentioned him, belly up to the bar, and you say, uh, belly up to the bar. He's gonna give you a 10% discount on your first order and a free consultation want anything you need so make sure you take that time and you reach out to media by dibs as always and, and look i'm gonna remind you chris i know you're in the middle of a parking lot right now does i need <laughs> see and this is this is see look do, does and i need to talk lol nathan <laughs> see nathan lives out in western maryland out where it looks like a pistol or it looks like a barrel and you're like really uh, close to Pennsylvania and like West Virginia oh, in there. Okay. It's like that area of Maryland where it's like sandwiched in between West Virginia and uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, it takes yeah. about five minutes to drive through. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, like English is like, I don't even know if it's a language out there. Like you're almost in the Appalachians <laughs> at that point. Yeah. Like the people that fell out of the hills, that's where they're at. Oh, look. Now he fixes it. Dibs. Oh, you meant to say dibs and I need to talk. I don't know if I told you this. This guy, we play fantasy football together. His first draft pick every time is a kicker. Always drafts a kicker first. I don't know (laughs) what his problem is. Can't get this guy to stop. This year, he he drafted Matt Stover. Matt Stover hasn't played in years. Guy doesn't even know what he's doing. He just gives me money. It's just like, it's great. So, as always, brother, don't log... (laughs) He's going to send me a, he'll call me here in a minute, but fuck you, man. That's bullshit. Um, see that? It's, it's on, not a kicker. <laughs> All right, brother. We're going to get ready to, to close the bar up, put the sign on. Uh, don't log off. You and I got to talk for a minute afterwards. All right. As yeah. always, the guest gets the last word. So, what is the last word for everyone there, uh, Chris? Uh, man, I don't know. Um, like you, if you have a vision and, uh, you have a passion, pursue it. All righty folks. 
Uh, ah, I lost my own spot. Alrighty, folks, be sure to push your stool in. This has been an Earplug Podcast presentation. Found on EarplugPodcast.com, iTunes, SoundCloud, and wherever your favorite podcasts are found.